What if all you needed to get better in every way was available at the touch of a hand or the sound of a voice or even a vibration? Let's talk about how that happens, who can do it, and where to find them. I'm John Webster, and this is The Hesitant Healer. Greetings and welcome to The Hesitant Healer. I'm John Webster, and I'm here with my trusty sidekick, Lisa Kay. Hey, how's everybody doing? So, uh... Let's start with a bit of uh, enthusiastic stuff here, Lisa Kay. Okay. Um, I got an email. We both got an email from our um, editor. Producer. Producer? Would we call him a producer? He's our producer. All right. And I would say uh, this is pretty encouraging. uh, Rather than synopsisize it, I'm just going to read it to you. Uh, He says, hey, guys, episode 14 is up and running. That was last week. Here's a little bit of stats for you. You have listeners in 12 countries right now. 12? Wow. 12 fucking countries, uh, including places like Singapore. What's up, Singapore? Spain. Hola, UK. Hello, mate. Even India. I am not even going to do an Indian accent. And Pakistan. And I'm leaving that one alone, too. But what's up, Pakistan? Uh, the most listened to episode so far, Lisa K. Yes. Is Lisa K's story. Ah. With 128 downloads. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Uh, usually it takes about a year of consistency to reach around 200 regular listeners a week. And you guys are averaging close to 100 listeners a week. Oh, my gosh. Look at us. Pretty good for being new. You'll see that uh, you grow with things like more interviews with people who have a following of their or their own podcast, etc. But it's going great for only being almost three months old. What might be a cool idea is to get a designated phone number that records callers' questions. That is a great idea. Then you can have a segment that answers some questions and creates listener interaction. Those are a fun and great way to build anticipation and interaction with the community you have something to think about. I say that's a great idea. So, listener, get a pen, get a piece of paper, and write this down. 909-557-4415. That is the phone number for... Uh, Pacific Restorative Therapy, but you can also reach us live on that number. And if you would like to leave a message, if Lisa doesn't answer directly, we will take questions, we will take ideas, and we will take uh, anything that you have to say. In addition to that, we also have our Facebook page, The Hesitant Healer, and we also, just this week, started an Instagram page of The Hesitant Healer. And bear with us, in case you haven't figured it out, we are not techno-savvy. So, in my head, I would love to have, on the uh, Instagram page, like a little leader of a a sentence, like, can you believe she said that? And have Lisa go, ha, 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 and then then it ends right there, and then uh, you pop onto it, and uh, it gives you, like, the liner notes, and that's the whole thing. Or we have a picture of whoever our guest was. Um, so that's coming it's just going to take some time but um, thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of our hearts uh, for listening and for tuning us in and uh, please like and subscribe if you haven't please tell friends if you haven't Um, just recently Lisa we had uh, I, I may have mentioned this last week I had a client who I had not seen before it was her first time and like 15 minutes in she goes I've been listening to your podcast I really like it I'm like I don't even know how she got there, right? And just yesterday, Lisa got a text from a client who was like, I heard the one on grief, and now I'm walking. 
and crying. See, that gets me a little bit emotional. It's 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 nice to know that we're providing a service, and I want to provide uh, that kind of content for y'all so that you're engaged and interested and uh, and heal. Right? We want people to get better all the time. That's the whole reason we're here. Uh, um. Please let me uh, address the fact that I have a frog in my throat this morning, so you can hear that uh, I'm a little bit sexier, if that's even possible. <laughs> Who knew? Right? Wow. Okay, you're going to have to put your lips right up to the mic. Who knew? If she had a dollar. Okay, uh, I have a cool person to introduce you all to today. So I will tell you that when I went to massage school, we just discussed this, 18 fucking years ago. Does it seem like 18 years? Um, I went to a school called Hands-On Medical Massage in a town called Yucaipa, California, and it was a little bitty kind of place. It was a building in a parking lot in Yucaipa, Upper Yucaipa, and uh, it's as desolate as it sounds. And I, I was, I don't know, I think I was 38, 39. I was an old guy. I was working in jail. I, I was trying something new, and I was walking in a class, and I was nervous and this this little bitty thing gets out of her car and she starts walking across with her little attitude. And I look at her and I go, are you ready for this? And she gives me like this sour, I can't believe you're talking to me kind of look. And she goes, no, are you? And, and thus I met Amanda Alcazar. Say hi to everybody, Amanda. Hello. Uh, Thanks for having me. Me and Mandy, we went to massage school together 18 years yes. ago. Do you believe that? No, shit? I cannot believe that we're going going on 19 years this December. 19 years. <laughs> Lisa. Yes. I've been on a massage school 19 years. Wow. Longer than I've been married. Well. Right? To, yeah. to Lisa. I time, remember right? when you got married. <gasps> you were at my wedding, huh? Yeah, no, I wasn't at your wedding, but um, I remember when you did your photo shoot at the train station. Oh, Aww. my God. Yeah. It, he was talking about how in love he was. I was dating Lisa, Lisa in mm. massage school. And so she came to my graduation. She was at the graduation. Yes. Remember that fucked up graduation? Yes. It was weird, right? The guy <laughs> with the guitar and the, oh, God. <laughs> All right, so anyway, check this out. So, Amanda, you have not been doing massage for 18 years, have you? No. So you took a little bit of a break there for a bit. Oh, yes, right? I became a mom. You became a mom. <laughs> oh, right. I'm like, what was that? Oh, yeah, that's right. I became Wait, a mom. Oh, yeah, my child. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I so, did take a few uh, years give, off. Give us a brief little synopsis of from massage school, what happened? Where'd you go? Okay, so from massage school, I worked with uh, Teresa Van Ornum with you at Redlands Acupuncture. Oh, my goodness, I forgot that, I know. Too. We worked together in an History. acupuncture clinic. That's right. Yep. Yeah, so I worked at Redlands Acupuncture, learning a lot from both John. Um, I believe he was uh, doing Reiki at the time. You were a Reiki I was master. A bit of, uh, yeah, I'd gotten my Reiki license and and I was doing massage. Yeah, at yes. the acupuncture clinic. So we were doing um, that together. Actually, I re that was a great time. I learned a lot from Teresa actually, and then um, branched out and was working at CrossFit CDR. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So I was doing massage in one of the back rooms there, and really diving in trying to find out who I am as a therapist on my own building a clientele the first five years for sure yeah. and then I get pregnant <laughs> and I stopped commuting because my husband and I we lived in um, Alhambra at the time Ooh, that's a big and drive. so I was commuting a lot so when I got pregnant and I that's about about 45 miles from here yeah yeah I mean it's a it's mm -hmm. a good 
haul. Yeah. So those were really um, tough drives. And so I had to give that up. And I stopped working for a few years to be a um, stay-at-home mom. As you should. Yeah. Yeah. So when I gave that up, that was actually kind of a big deal for me. I had, when I graduated massage school, I actually took the massage therapist as part of my identity. So when I gave that up, it really shattered me. I had a little bit of the postpartum depression, discovering who I am. I'm not the therapist only. I'm also Amanda and I have a life outside. So that was really that big thing. It was a huge thing. And so that I did a lot of growth then. And then, um, so when I when I decided to unplug from CrossFit, um, I had zero clientele out in Alhambra, and and so I had to start from scratch. And guess where I started out there? Massage Envy. Shut up! <laughs> no, I had to start from there. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to cut this short. I know. Let you go. <laughs> so no, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. So I was at ground zero, John. Like right. ground zero, and uh, so. My daughter's going to be nine this July. Wow. And so after all these years, um, I started, um, well, I, I heard about Dr. Jerry Lee at Kin Health and Wellness um, because I was at the birthing center uh, next door to that Del Mar birthing center. And that's where I was getting you know care from. And uh, so I ended up working for Dr. Jerry and I have grown and have established like my own clientele. I'm learning a lot from Doc. He does... Um, applied kinesiology, neuroemotional technique, and um, it's just been a fabulous. That's heavy duty stuff. That's a little bit different than where we came from and good old Yes, Utaipa, right? yes. So then, yeah. So now, you know, with, with Dr. Jerry, he's a complete holistic chiropractor. Um, this um, Now I've just ventured into the lymphatic worlds, graduated from Academy of Lymphatic Studies this past December as a lymphedema therapist. Congratulations. Thank and that's you. why you're here. I, yes. I, we had reconnected and you got all excited. I think you posted it on Instagram. I'm like, ooh, because I, I only <laughs> know what we learned in massage school, which has served me okay. But recently... I got uh, a young lady who had some pretty heavy-duty lymph issues, and it, it coincided with the school that you had just gone to. So I called you up, and oh my God, were you excited about this? Like you mm-hmm. could tell it kind of let your world on fire. So I sent her to you, and as we've been talking, your world has kind of been lit up by lymphatics. Awesome. Okay, yeah. so I, I would like to go two ways with this, but we want to um, pare this down for the average human. And talk a little bit about why, what is the lymph system? Why is it important? And how can you help me get better with it? So the lymphatic system is designed to take out all of your waste in your body. If you do not remove the waste in your body, you're sitting in that sewage. It's going to make you feel like crap, complete crap. This is different than poop, though. It, it will believe it or not, it does. Some of the lymphatic waste comes out of your poop. A lot of it comes out of your oh, urine. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. I was told in school this is uh, the lymph system was the garbage can of the bloodstream. That's actually a great way to look at it. Okay, like you can kind of look at your lymph, um, your lymph nodes as little mini toilet bowls. 
Awesome. Yeah, and that's ev- a great way to look at it. Everybody's heard of lymph nodes. Every single one of mm-hmm. you had a mother who reached underneath your neck and said, I'm checking for swollen lymph nodes, right? And, but nobody knew what that was. And that's really sad because those are only two, four lymph nodes under under the neck when you have 600 to 700 lymph nodes in your body oh that goodness. you should be checking for. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. So where are these lymph nodes? Everywhere? Yes, everywhere. They do follow main areas like your neck around um, your collarbone, under your armpits, um, your groin area, the back of the knee. And then you have a lot of lymph nodes along this um, large lymphatic vessel called your thoracic duct in your abdomen. And three-dimensionally, they're they're subsurface. They're pretty shallow, but there's also some deep ones as well, right? That's correct. Yeah. So this touch involves light and heavy, depending on where the lymph nodes are. Yes, yes. So the nodes and and the vessels um, are primarily superficial, but there are some deeper techniques that we use, um, like in the belly, especially those are lie pretty deep almost close to your spine so i have a schematic of a of a anatomy that i use on my computer and you can break it down into bone blood tissue veins and the lymph system is one of the things if i just go to the the picture of the body and add the lymph nodes what or the lymph system what you see mirrors your vein system and your and your nervous system but it's a completely different system that permeates your entire body, but it looks like the nerve system or the vein system. Yes, it, it is. Um, it actually intertwines very closely with your vessel. Uh, I'm sorry, your um, your blood circulation, your your blood vessels. One but it time. has everything's connected. Everything's connected. Yes. But the thing is, it is a primarily different system. Your blood circulation has a pump, your heart. Your lymphatic system does not have a pump to pump that fluid. It relies on the stretch of your skin to help those tiny, teeny, tiny contractions along. Wow. The fascia. The fascia. Right? Right. Yes, yes. Body movement alone is what really on it on its own is what really helps move the lymph along one of the the things they taught us in school i'm sure you remember in the back of the room we had a a little tiny um bouncy bounce right the rebounder we had a rebounder yes and when we were doing lymph they would have us bounce on the rebounder just on our tippy toes and uh, i remember cat saying if you do this for like 15 minutes a day this will stimulate your lymph yes well it turns out walking does the same thing yes or general movement does the same thing but if you think about maybe putting rubber bands in between uh both hands and just pulling and letting go and pulling and letting go that's kind of what your uh, the elasticity of your fascial system and the intertwining of the nerves and the uh, lymphatic system do to regulate the pumping of the lymph system. Yes, that's correct. And the MLD massage, they call it a massage, but it's not really a massage. It's a systematic way of stimulating the nodes in the vessel to drain optimally. Nice. Yeah. That's so I have a, a quick question and a observation. <laughs> so um, to be honest, I have a sore ankle right now. Um, not quite sure what happened, but uh, I was reading some research, the latest research. And the latest research, you know, we all heard, you know, being an athlete in high school, rice. If something happens, it's rest, ice, 
uh, compression elevation. And so I'm like, is that really true? And so I went and I looked at some of the latest research and some of the latest research says, don't use ice. Don't use ice because you're slowing down the lymph system. Don't use ice. The other thing they said is, you know, we were told stay off of it. The latest research says walk because you're stimulating your lymphatic system, getting it to work. If you're just laying on a couch with your foot up, you're not moving stuff. It's right. just going to pool. So um, that's very interesting that you said that. Yeah, that actually I want to um, add to that. So you talked about how ice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it, from the lymphatic school, we learned that extreme temperatures can actually slow down your lymphatic system. I was just talking to you about how normally, normally our lymphatic system pumps a full cycle of fluid 10 to 12 cycles a minute just by you sitting here doing your normal thing. But um, if, you, if it's stimulated, it can go up to 60 cycles a minute. But if you add a sauna treatment or even ice, it causes <clears throat> swelling, which is, um, it brings a lot of redness to the skin, blood flow um, called hyperemia. That can actually slow the lymphatic back down. So now, it won't be optimal, I ideally. Now, this is this. from the lymphatic be world. Before we came in here, Amanda was doing some treatments and teaching me some about uh, what she's learned. For 18 years, when I do lymph, I've always gotten to a point where you can feel the body get a little bit warm. And I've always stopped when it got warm because I think they even taught us in school. When it gets warm, stop because then it means it's working. And Amanda tells me, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> she just, she learned in school that when things get hot and when they get constricted and when you have a little bit of swelling, it slows the lymphatic system down. So I'm here to tell you, I've been wrong for 18 years <laughs> no. and I just got schooled by Amanda. By so, me, by Mandy. but we were also talking, there is a delicate balance with that because sometimes you do need to get in there and open up really constricted fascia because guess what the vessels are going through? Fascia. Correct. So if the fascia is constricted, like let's say from um, radiation fibrosis, mm -hmm. and you got a rock solid fascia, you, you have to get in there and guess what? That's going to cause redness and swelling. But, you know, maybe on the next treatment, we, we can really focus on the MLD. But it's a delicate balance between releasing your fascia and promoting the drainage yeah. married together. Oops. So Sorry. let's let's uh, let's put this in layman terms, where where you, the listener, might uh, might understand or have seen this if you've had any kind of surgery. A lot of times in plastic surgery, especially, and maybe in the last, we'll call it ten to fifteen years, what you've seen after a surgical procedure is uh, they put these external drains in. They're in the form of like a tube that goes into your body and then comes out of your body and then has a little bitty plastic pump of a of a well that they measure how much fluid is in there to see how you're draining to tell whether or not you're healing or not prior to this the only way this would have happened is if your body naturally did it and that's your lymph system working or now you can double up with a a manual lymph drainage specialist like mandy and and I'd say you can heal twice as fast with manual uh, drainage 
and a pump or no pump and manual drainage. And so plastic surgeons are really, really globbed onto this. And surgery in general has globbed onto this because it heals the body twice as fast if you understand how to push that lymph. That's correct. You actually get healing. And part of this, I want to explain the theory behind that. Please do. Okay. So after you've been cut, plastic surgery, whatever, any kind of surgery, um, you're going to swell. Okay, and the swelling um, creates more fluid. There's, it's trying to get nutrients in on the bone or the tissue to heal. That swelling is actually hindering your healing because the the bone or the tissue can't access what it needs because there's all this extra stuff in the way. And so the theory behind MLD is to shrink that swelling either with MLD compression bandaging to create a shorter what they call diffusion distance so the bone or the tissue can access its nutrients it's to remove and push all that gunk out so it can get the stuff that it needs and that's how you heal faster this is your body cleaning itself that is how it cleans it out mld promotes the gunk removal that's blocking your healing Swelling is good. That's how it your body gets the nutrients it needs, but it can't stay there. It's desi- your body wants to get rid of the swelling. It's a self-cleaning system. It's a and self-cleaning when, system. And when it works correctly, this is how you heal faster. This is how you stay healthier. Yes, and that's why with MLD, especially with lymphedema treatments, we will not only do the manual lymphatic drainage techniques where we're stimulating the nodes and the vessels and pushing the fluid in the right direction, but we also add compression bandaging because guess what? That's promoting a smaller diffusion distance so the tissue can access what it needs better and it heals faster. That's amazing. Yes. That totally makes sense. Now, I'm sure you've all seen uh, pretty horrific, uh, the other end of the scale people with, with bad limp, so uh, an ankle or a calf that is three times its size, or a wrist or a shoulder that is three times its size. In uh, in my Lisa's case, when she had her cancer surgery, they removed 28 lymph nodes from under her left arm, her axillary lymph nodes, they took them all out. That's a precautionary measure with the type of cancer she had so that it did not spread through that system. Well. It has to reroute itself, which Mandy has explained uh, to me that that you can still drain. You're just not going to drain the quote unquote normal way. But what that caused, too, is a swelling in her arm that needs to be drained uh, manually through the lymph system. And there's ways to do that. But when it gets thick, when you get what's called lymph edema, where or pitting edema where you can press into the skin and the and the thumbprint stays there that's a bit of a different trek to fix is that not yes that's that's completely different like regular edema versus full-on lymphedema there's stages to lymphedema where actually the tissue starts to harden as it progresses, yeah, my, that gets in the way. Yeah, it, gets, whole, it gets pretty thick. Yeah. My understanding is, is is what this is called is interstitial fluid, is the fluid that they're working on. And and um, not to get too gross, but when you're working on somebody like this, the, the pitting edema, it, 
it is really like trying to move gummy bears through a straw. It, it's really, really thick. And, and you have to, this is not feathery touch. This Mm-mm. is not light touch anymore. You have to force that stuff up into the drains of the body system. And it, it takes some time. It's time consuming. And it's pretty physical too. But kind of walk me through how that procedure is different than what you were just talking about. So that procedure, especially with a full-on lymphedema and you're talking about like the gummy bear the the feel where it's kind of stuck okay so what i was talking about earlier stimulating the vessels in the nodes um well i was trained in the vodder method so it is primarily just stimulating draining those vessels but when you got someone who has a lot of that pitting edema the lymphedema the fluid is stuck sometimes you want to add Um, an edema technique where you're pushing this fluid and actually pressing in a lot firmer than you normally would expect from a lymphatic drainage, quote unquote, massage. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to mix that in with the drainage. You have to literally push the fluid um, up. Wow. Uh, Up and into the body's drain. And then after that, you're going to put on compression Um, Yes. So with um, the MLD, you always start with the nodes, draining the nodes, doing the water. Like like I said, I usually do the water method. And then you can um, start using an edema technique. You can do some fascial work to break that up. Um, And a lot of times if there's fibrotic tissue, that's where you would mix that in. You would finish that treatment and you would follow it with compression bandaging. So that's an entire... um, thing that that where we actually apply short stretch bandages for usually that would be part of what would we call the intensive phase of the lymphatic drainage treatment and we can see people up to one to five times a week during the intensive phase with the short stretch bandaging to shrink the limb so the goal is by the end of that treatment it can take maybe a few weeks to get that initial shrinkage You want to shrink it and then you go back to a maintenance mode where you're just doing the drainage. You can take the bandages away, but that's, that's kind of important to, uh, to bring to bear is, is this is not an easy one-time fix. This takes some time and it takes some skill to make this work effectively. So if you as a patient have this done to you, you need to understand it's going to take a couple of sessions and it's going to take some time for you to heal this way because you have to get that system back on track. Yes. And if you are diagnosed with lymphedema, not only will you, it, it's a it's a lifelong maintenance thing that I have to explain to some people. This is a lifelong maintenance. You have lymphedema forever and it, you have different stages of that. And it's, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you have lymphedema forever. Your nodes are not, they're not able to carry the lymphatic load that it was used to. So you're at like a lower capacity. And so forever, you're going to have to maintain it by doing bouts of intensive short stretch bandaging when it starts to swell and then maintenance care. You're gonna be in, um, fitted for garments and you got to wear day garments, you got to wear night garments, you have to be in that garment really for the rest of your life. It's uh, a, I'm going to guess diet and exercise makes a difference as well. Yes, it, it does. It does. Um, movement, eating anti-inflammatory foods is very important. In fact, the 
the gut is a really big thing. Um, if you have any kind of gut issues, please. I, I was just going to ask you about yeah. that. Can, <laughs> may, well, maybe maybe that's the whole thing. Is the gut and the brain also interact? It's not just the lymph system throughout your entire body, but your brain's talking to your gut and your gut's talking to your brain. Yes. And in this system, it's integral that they that they that both are stimulated and both get worked on because they both have separate and individual areas of the body that need to be dealt with yeah yes yes that's correct. do you have any examples of um how you have made this work successfully in someone's life so i am kind of a new newbie lymphedema therapist i literally just graduated graduated in december um thank you <laughs> but um so i i've seen a few clients already that have already shrunk their limbs. They're in the maintenance mode. Mm -hmm. And um, I haven't had the opportunity to work with someone just yet and actually witness their, their shrinkage, but I'm about to, and I'm currently working on them. So I'm excited to actually see that in my own clients, the difference that it can make in their life. Yeah. Especially mobility because the legs are really important. And if you have a huge leg, lymphedema leg, that can hinder your mobility. That would make a huge difference in someone's life. Right. Right. Because if you're not mobile, and, and for the most part, I'm going to guess, a lot of these people are older, right? Um, many of them are older. I'll say that. Um, and uh, if they can't walk, then they become isolated. And the more you become isolated, the, the smaller your world becomes. And yes. then you, you miss out on family stuff. You miss out on things you love. You Yeah. So it really is life impacting. It yes, makes, it is. Um, it's the quality of life issue. Yes, right? it is. Right. And right now, the... Um, the treatment that I was talking about with the blend of the MLD and the bandaging and the decongestive exercise, that that actually is called complete decongestive therapy, CDT. And that is the only proven treatment for lymphedema right now. Do you hear about that that often? No, I don't. You I've don't hear. Heard of, no, I've that never is, heard of that. That is the only that successful you, treatment for lymphedema right now you is were just CDT. That what, what it was discovered in 2015 the thing that they discovered so in 2015 they just discovered brain lymphatics can you believe that lymphatics have been there the whole time and they just of discovered it in and 2015 they just discovered so there are there are a lot of this is a relatively new type of healing that people are just coming on board with that's correct and the the latest thing for lymphedema treatment is um they're doing starting to do surgeries for they're actually reconnecting lymphatic vessels wow. and that has been the latest latest and those have been primarily successful so that's, that's very encouraging so that's definitely something another route to look into um yes so it's very very encouraging i can't even imagine that that was a thing that's very cool so any any other pearls of wisdom that have to do with lymph you want to you want to bestow on us mandy i want to say whether you have a damaged lymphatic system or a healthy lymphatic system please get an MLD drainage massage on a regular basis. And what either once a month, once every couple months, go see an MLD or a CLT for a uh, lymphatic drainage massage. 
healthy or not, it will benefit your immune system, gets all the gunk out. So it will just help you general wellness, immunity, brain fog, Ooh, all of that. Brain fog yes. is a big one these days. If if I just get a regular massage, does that stimulate the lymph? Yes, it does, actually. Just a regular massage can. Obviously, you're moving skin, tissue, vessels, fluid. But like I said, a lymphatic drainage massage, which I hate to call it a massage because it is so vastly different. That's one thing that I... I um, kind of hate to say when treatment. I'm described, I like to say treatments because it is not a muscle kind of massage. You're not going to come in for an MLD for like a muscle ache. It can help relieve the inflammation from your muscle ache. Mm -hmm. But it, if you're looking for that pressure, you need to obviously go get a massage. An MLD is for different things. Yeah, it, it's, it doesn't feel like a massage at all, really. So diet, exercise, movement, massage, all of those are good things. And you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> all right. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you, if somebody's got a pretty serious lymph issue, where do we want to find you and where do we get a hold of you? Okay. So you can find me on the Academy of Lymphatic Studies Find a Therapist website. I'm on there. Um, and I'm currently, I have an Instagram, massage underscore maven underscore and you'll see my name. It's uh, Mandy Alcazar. And I'm also with um, Dr. Jerry Lee, the holistic chiropractor in um, South Pasadena as well. Kin Health and Wellness. Kin Health and Wellness? Kin. K-I-N. Kin. Yes. And should I list the website too? Yeah, okay, website okay. Kin Health and Wellness is K-I-N Health Wellness.com. Kin Health Wellness.com. Well, we want to thank Mandy for being here. It's so nice to see you again. It's, it's so nice really to good out. to see you, John. We, we got, so many years. We got oh my gosh! That when we started talking. I know. <laughs> all right, so uh, we want to remind you that there's now a phone number that you can get a hold of us at. That is nine zero nine five five seven four four one five send some questions send some ideas send things that you would like to hear we would love to hear from you you can also get a hold of us on the facebook website for the hesitant healer and now we got the instagram for the hesitant healer as well reach out on any one of those please tell a friend if you find this interesting and get some people involved if you have anybody that you think might be a good uh speaker somebody to talk to about healing or if you have a story yourself about healing that uh, you would like to kick around give us a call and we can do that as well like and subscribe and lisa k what do you got uh i don't have anything lisa k's got nothing <laughs> all right we want to thank mandy for being here thank you so much john seriously so awesome. thank you lisa so awesome. so yeah welcome. thank you be good humans have a good day uh go hug a tree peace